What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger Dubs number 486 here on Wednesday, October 11th. Very, very sad day. Of course, yeah, very, very sad, sad day. Um, late, so uh, late Friday night, I was sitting there and started seeing all these tweets coming through uh, of a major rocket attack on Israel. And, you know, at first the reaction is, oh, well, you know, they're doing it again. Yep. Then it quickly became clear that this was not just another no. rocket attack. No. They infiltrated the country through the border wall, invading. Yeah. Um, we're going to run through, you know, a lot of the key points of what's happened. But um, it very... This is... Imagine, essentially, 15 911s. Here in yeah, the United States. Yeah, that's basically the... That's the is. equivalency. If you were to take the population uh, from the United States to what, you know, the population of Israel is, imagine 45,000 Americans uh, brutally mutilated, massacred, raped, yeah. kidnapped... Set on fire. Oh, yeah. Beheaded. I mean, beheaded. You know, I, I think you'd agree with this. I... You know, we've been doing this a long time. Me, I guess, you know, almost 10 years. You over 10 years. Yeah. Um, and the, the things that we've seen over the last few days since this started uh, are the worst I've ever seen Gasly. in my life. Ghastly. Certainly the worst. Yeah, I would say at least 25 in, in, in at least a generation for sure. Sure, sure. I'm just saying yeah. since we've been working in yeah, news. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, know, but, we've, but we've I'm been talking through... like the war itself. It's like, you yeah. know, not since... I, I, it's true. Not since the Yom Kippur War have we seen such such, well, such carnage of this of this nature. It but, was the most Jews killed in a day since the Holocaust. That too. Um, <clears throat> and so, you know, I, uh, the things that they did were just so barbaric. A bunch of savages... Yeah. Um, and every bit of revenge that uh, BB and the the new unity emergency government that has been formed in Israel, which tells you how serious they are about seeing this through yeah. to completion, um, every bit of what they do is warranted. Um, you know, basically within hours of this happening on Saturday, you anyone who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about uh, Israel and the Gaza situation. And I've always been in favor of BB turning Gaza into a parking lot. Yeah. Um, but even more so now. And well, now they have to. Now, oh, they're, now, they're going now to. there's no choice. They, they, basically, must, they must reoccupy the Gaza Strip. Well, they're not, there's not going to be much left to occupy once yeah. they finish the airstrikes. Yeah. Um, they've now yeah. run more airstrikes than we did during shock and awe going yeah. into Iraq in 2003, yeah. which is... Long considered the, you know, I don't want to say the gold standard of yeah. airstrike activity. Um, they've flattened good portions of Gaza. They're going to do more. And keep in mind, they have warned the civilians to get out of the area and offered detailed evacuation routes for them to because they're like, we're, we're, we're going to turn these places into rubble. So you mm-hmm. might as well leave. So you got, yeah, you got well. the airstrikes, and now I believe the artillery has begun as well. Mobile artillery batteries are now opening fire as we speak. I say kill them all. Yeah. Well, I don't really yeah, give a yeah, about not, that. I, yeah, I don't really care. Um, I'm with you on that one. I mean, let, let's just go through some of the things they did here. And, you know, some of you may have been, you know, really keeping up with the details of this. But, you know, for some people I talk to, they're not getting the full story. Um, Shock. Right. Shocker. And this is because, purposefully, the liberal media and mainstream media uh, conceal this because they love Hamas. They love the terrorists. Yeah. They side with the terrorists against Israel. And so now we uh, keep getting worse and worse news, essentially, as this goes on. Yesterday, it was something unimaginable. Uh, IDF soldiers went in and, and started clearing uh, kibbutz uh, Kafar Aza, which is near Gaza, found the unimaginable they yeah. found over uh, 200 dead israelis including 40 babies who were beheaded yeah and in this one kibbutz these terrorists bombed a children's hospital burned people alive they raped the women paraded their body and then took them back to gaza paraded their bodies through the streets of gaza i mean it is unimaginable what they did here. And 
we, we now also have 150 hostages being held in Gaza. We don't know the yeah. number is accurate, but possibly including 20 Americans. Yeah. 22 Americans that's now up to have been killed. Uh, I think the count is 20 Americans are unknown whereabouts, which means either they are dead or kidnapped. We're going to get to Biden's feckless, just, you know, I will say the U.S. government is doing its job in, in providing assistance and, you know, intelligence and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but Joe Biden's leadership on this matter has been atrocious. Atrocious. Yeah, yeah that's been. a perfect word it for it. It has been. So we're up to 4,500 rockets now. I think it's closer to 5,000. Uh, and the IDF reporting that it has successfully struck 2,294 Hamas targets. Um, the, the hostages, I know that there there's people hoping that we're going to get these people back. But unfortunately, that's very unlikely. Yeah, for a number of they, reasons. They probably killed them already, to be honest with you. Well, they're they're promising to execute them on live streams, the ones that are still alive. Um, but yeah, like you said, they're probably either a dead already, uh, b will be dead if we attempt any rescue. Um, so the, you know, obviously, we can hope that we'll get some of them back, but the chances are that's not going to happen. So. Yeah. You know, that would put the death toll for the U.S. citizens at 40. Um, but they're they're in the tunnels. Yeah. That's the problem. So, yeah. But a lot of the tunnels have been bombed already. Yeah. Because Israel basically said, listen, we would, we would love to get our citizens back too. But we got to assume the worst. And we got to assume that they're dead. We can't not proceed with... These airstrikes. These airstrikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah gotta go. And it makes sense. Yeah, gotta go. Yeah. Um, some of the horrors that we've seen... Uh, they've they took videos of of these Hamas animals raping people, killing, setting them on fire, torturing. They would take videos on these Israelis' cell phones and post them, and then post them to their Facebook page for their family to see. Yeah, a lot of them were wearing GoPros, and and then they released the footage afterwards of them brutalizing, murdering, uh, raping. Um, like we said, they took many hostages back to Gaza. Many were dead already, and they paraded their bodies through the streets and celebrated. Yeah. Remember, these are the people that celebrated nine eleven as well. Yeah. And that these, gets and, forgotten. Yeah. And these people, you know, the, the the people of Gaza, the Palestinians in Gaza, voted for Hamas. So. Well, you know, air quote yeah, voted, voted, but but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, and, and listen, everybody in there is a terrorist in my book. So, I agree. I agree. Maybe so, some are good people, but guess what? Yeah, has to be done. Has to be done. Yeah, can't have this anymore. And then it's someone's done. like, "Well," and I've, of course, I've said this very openly on on Twitter and such. And some, you know, some of these Hamas sympathizers are like, "You're you're endorsing genocide," and I'm like, "Well, you could call it that if you want. I call it proper retaliation yeah. for what was done. Self defense. Um, you know, here's the thing. They it, gave them that strip, by the way." The, these, no, I the Israelis. I Remember, yeah. Ariel, the late Ariel Sharon, mm-hmm. that was a new agreement to leave the Gaza Strip, to give them, you know, some space, mm-hmm. and they turn it into a jihadi hellhole. And mm-hmm. it's been that way for years. So you know what? Jigs up. Jigs up. Israel got to take it back. Here's the thing, and I have made this point to several people who try to say, well, you know, and they try to make moral equivalents for what's happened here, which is just outrageous. Yeah, but no, that's bad. You know, I say, imagine 45,000 Americans were killed. What do you think our response would be? Yeah. On our soil. Yeah. Right? Imagine, because Israel is basically the size of New Jersey. It is. Imagine if terrorists paratrooped into New Jersey and rampaged through the state, killing 40,000 Americans, raping, murdering, beheading, mutilating, burning alive... Would you be in favor of a reasonable response? Yeah. And now maybe these people would because they love terrorists, and we're going to get into that a little further because there's a lot to unpack there with those people. Um, but, you know, some of the things they did, uh, like uh, there was one who, who said the mom was on the phone with her daughter when these terrorists entered her daughter's home and then got on the phone with the mom and said, we're going to rape and murder your daughter, and then yeah. hung up. Yeah. I mean, it's just... The, the beheadings of the babies was really... Uh, we're, we're dealing with evil. They burned people alive in their cars. 
They burned children alive at their preschools. The el- the, uh, the elderly? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really some of the just it's, it's worst horrible. things it's I've horrible. ever seen in my yeah, life. And it's it's really devastating, and, you know, for the Israeli people, I mean, you know, obviously a very resilient people, but, uh, and they have to move on and, and respond to this, but, I mean, I can only imagine if something like that happened here, what it would be like, and so, obviously, you know, prayers out for them and for the IDF fighting against these terrorists, and I hope they wipe them off the face of this earth. Yeah. It really is. Uh, well, that is the goal of this unity government. Yeah, and so that, well, that, well, that good good goal, segue yeah. because yeah. that is a pretty unprecedented step. Hasn't happened in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, they formed this emergency unity government between Netanyahu and the opposition. Netanyahu, of course, remains as prime minister in order to run the war effort, which is going to take a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not going to be a matter of weeks. It's going to be at least months, maybe years. Yeah. Um, you have, of course, the Gaza operation. There's significant concern that Hezbollah, coming from Lebanon, will invade from the north once the ground invasion of Gaza occurs. Of course, the I, IDF. I think that's Hezbollah has already told people south of the Latani River to basically like get the hell out. They of They did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, first of all, what? I mean, talk about what, what kind of up country is that? Where yeah. Basically, they're telling the government. To get out of there, because we're coming in to like you know commit a, a terrorist invasion. But yeah, that, it's that, that's coming, uh, which draws Iran into the mix mm-hmm. because they created Hezbollah at, when uh, Israel invaded in nineteen eighty two. So um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's definitely going to happen. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean that's I mean that's why hundreds of thousands of reservists have been mobilized and the uh, war. Ca- the I think the War Council, Bibi's War Council, mm-hmm. formally declared. War for the first time since nineteen seventy three to to expand those powers. So yeah. Um. Oh man. Yeah. Well, that was a given. I mean, once. Yeah. Uh, once this isn't twenty fourteen. You know. Like, yeah. We're not. A, yeah. It's yeah, definitely not. You know, it's it's a little, little. This is, goes beyond just rocket attacks. They just got to roll them all and. <laughs> but yeah, so you have the whole Lebanon situation. They've already fired rockets from Lebanon into Israel. That's gonna pop off. Last night you had some rockets coming from Syria. That could be a problem as well. Yeah. Um, you you have uh, reports of the Taliban wanting to get involved. You wonder what's going to happen with Iran, which is why we've sent essentially two carrier strike groups yeah. um, to the Eastern Mediterranean Sea right off the coast, which may or may not come into use. Primarily, I think right now, it's to be used as a scare tactic against these other people, essentially saying, if you move against them, we'll f*** you up. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think we'll probably get to that point. We'll see uh, the fact that it, it sounds to me as if there's significant support among the Israeli public and the Israeli government now that after they take care of securing the homeland and crushing Gaza... And to the point at which they're satisfied with having neutralized the Hamas threat, at least for now, I very well could see them moving on Iran. Oh, boy. Um, you know, it's essentially been confirmed that Iran funded and, and trained. helped yeah. plan yeah. for this attack. This attack was planned beginning in August. And what else happened in August? Hmm. Oh, we made the deal with them. They gave them $6 billion, Iran, in exchange for our uh, hostages. In exchange for our five hostages. Well, because of that, we now ended up with 20 to 40 dead Americans. Yeah. So that was a great deal, Biden. The $6 billion that sits in a bank account in Qatar, which supposedly is still under our control, yet Joe Biden refuses to free freeze this money and they say oh well the money can only be used for humanitarian purposes yeah because terrorists totally follow the rules well even (laughs) if even if the disbursements were specifically earmarked for that which they are right a budget is fungible yeah if they were going to spend that six billion dollars on feeding their people well, all the money that they were going to spend feeding their people before can now be used for terrorism. Yep. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, the amount of rockets, the amount of uh, planning, and like you said, training 
they got the green light from the IRGC. Yeah. So came in at land, sea, and air. Yeah. It was a, and that's what's unprecedented. Was was the the level of sophistication. Yeah. Well, maybe you could talk a little bit more about that because I know you've been following. Yeah, well, I mean, basically, it wasn't just one section of the border wall. It was literally the entire border was right, right, just right. besieged by like a thousand terrorists. The, and the one that I was specifically referring yeah. to was when they took the bulldozer through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and that one. was by the uh, music festival. The music festival. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, yeah. The music festival, which is accounted for like some forty percent of the first day's fatalities. Yeah. That day, it was you know it was kind of a you know mix of nine eleven, Pearl Harbor, and I would say the Tet Offensive. Mm-hmm. I only say that because of the just how many spots were attacked and overwhelmed and um, caught Israel completely unaware. I know it's not a pressing issue right now, but there has to be some sort of investigation over the intelligence failure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, not, for sure. not, not, again, not, I mean, it is eerie. You know, this year is the 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur War, which was another intelligence failure, intelligence failure by, by Israel. Um, you know, when Egypt and Syria launched a surprise attack. Mm-hmm. Also on a religious holiday. Yes. So... Well, this was the 50th anniversary yeah, of the Yom Kippur yeah, War. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, you know, that's not law. That shouldn't be lost on anybody. But, you know, Shin Bet, I believe that's the correct term. Yes. And, yeah. and Mossad, the domestic mm-hmm. and foreign, uh, you know, intelligence services, you know, are prided, rightfully so, for being one of the best... And for them to miss this is is rather uh, damning. It's, but, you know, it's akin yeah. to us missing nine eleven. It is very much so. Yeah. It, it it and again, you know, I always I always love the line "failure of imagination." I use it very often. Yeah. Because it describes our government very well. Yeah. And in foreseeing problems, this was absolutely a failure of imagination. Yeah. They could never have imagined. The scope and sophistication no. of an attack like this, no. with you know these they, these, they paraglided in. Yeah, yeah, with these machines. Yeah, basically they were using like fan units on yeah. their backs. Yeah, um, yeah, they did that to the uh, all over the border, but yeah. particularly in that, the region of the music that festival. Music festival where they these kids were just trying to have a good time. You know, you yeah. could you could debate the, you know, the location, having, the, the location, venue, right? yeah, yeah, uh-huh. but. Um, yeah. but and it was they, kind of hippie, you know, it was a love and peace thing between, you know, well, trying, it was trying for to, peace. Yeah, yeah, it was trying to, you know, bring two sides yeah. together and then they raped and killed them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And took a lot of them back to Gaza and yeah. I'm sure they most of them are dead now. Yeah. Um it really is sad. And you know, a lot of them were young kids. I mean, a lot of young kids were killed. Yeah. They, and they killed a lot of infants, young children, yeah. you know, clearly trying to uh, target them. Yeah. I mean, they killed Holocaust survivors. Yep. They kidnapped a couple Holocaust survivors. Yeah. It, it it's just unbelievable. And the cars they use, you know, like they were marked, yeah, you know, numbered. Uh, the bikes, they at this music festivals. You know, some tried to get away uh, via car. They can they found where things would bottle up, mm-hmm. and they just absolutely massacred them. This was coordinated, and yeah. for people who you know, we talk about this, you know, moral equivalence bull. You know, everyone's like, well, you know, uh, you know, uh, when when conditions are like this because of the Israeli occupation, what choice did they have? Mm-hmm. They didn't have to do this. No, no. They didn't have to do this. This is not some sort of, you know, organic attack well, or, or something like that. This was a planned terrorism. This is the absolutely Well, different. the reason and, and, and the geopolitical reason for this level of attack was because Iran did not want... Israel and Saudi Arabia to finish their long in progress uh, treaty slash normalization of relations. Yeah. Uh, Bibi and the Crown Prince had long been negotiating to normalize relations between the two countries, which would have been an incredible development, yeah. which was first that, yeah. based off of the Abraham Accords. Yeah. Um, I think Saudi Arabia would be the, the second. Arab country to recognize Israel's right to exist? There's been a couple. But Egypt, they, Egypt was the first. But they control everything. Yeah. Saudi Arabia is the biggest, the yeah. best. They're the America of the Arabs. Yeah. I mean, that's how yeah. it goes, you know? And, I'm, um, and I'm, you know, MBS... Not saying for their freedoms, yeah, but yeah. for their power. <laughs> yeah, and, and MBS has been kind of... He's he's sick of the whole Palestinian too. He's like, yeah, he's yeah. like basically, he essentially said, I think two years ago, when Trump was, well, when Trump was president, mm-hmm. he was on 60 Minutes, he was like... Yeah, we understand there's grievances, but these people need to, like, let it go. Like, Israel's not going away, so we might as well, like, (laughs) 
like the struggle is over. Right. Um, well, I don't. I don't think this will derail that. Hopefully, I think it will. Really? Yeah. Oh no. And the reason being because of the uh, absolute power that they're going to have to exert over Gaza. Yeah. Um, because they were trying to negotiate into this deal, essentially a, um, not a truce, but like a protection. Oh, protection. Okay, yeah. For, okay. for, you know, the Gaza Strip, essentially. Obviously, that'll never happen now. So, yeah. I don't know. It's possible they choose to move forward, but I don't see it happening. Especially because America, as a power broker, is, uh, you know... Weak we're, and dead. Yeah, we're now unreliable. Yeah. Um, now, what I will say is you have this, obviously, soon-to-be ground invasion, which may set off further, uh, further actions. It could really turn into a major regional oh, yeah. conflict. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're right on the edge of, like, it's spiraling out of control. It's, for a while there, a couple nights ago, it looked like it was really about to... And kind of things have calmed a little bit. I think that they, they meaning the other terrorist groups and nations, are waiting on the ground invasion to occur. And then they're yeah. going to use that as the precursor to say, we need to go help our terrorist help pals. Our, yeah, our jihadi brothers. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with that. But uh, like I said, the fact that the Biden administration refused to take back this $6 billion from Iran is outrageous. Uh, I do have a clip here quickly for you. The White House botching its answer to a question about that exact issue. Roll that clip, Mr. Producer. You just laid out all of the ways that Iran is complicit in this and facilitated it over years of support for Hamas. Is that reason enough to freeze, refreeze the $6 billion that the U.S. helped unlock for them to get in exchange for the prisoners? We have not yet had a dollar of that $6 billion spent. And I will leave it at that. But will you refreeze it based on this activity that you just laid out, all of the ways that they are complicit in this? You, the administration said that if we see them going in the wrong direction, that we would stop that down. I understand the position that you guys have, that not a dollar of this has been spent. But will you prevent it from getting into their hands to allow them to you know, do, do what they do that you just laid out? Let me just reiterate what I said, because it's unequivocal. Not a dollar of that money has been spent, and I will leave it at that. Is it being considered? Yes. I mean, there you have it. I really don't get it. I mean, there you have it. They right. just they just admitted that they knew that this could happen, and they just gave them the money anyway. Yep. Yep. There it is. Um. So on on we're gonna we're gonna get to the whole terrorist sympathizing left. Mm-hmm. Um. But I want to talk about the Biden administration here because it seems like. Every bit of statement and his public appearances, very few times he has made them, the lack of answering questions, it's it's been very painfully dragged out of them. Yeah. And that's just crazy to me for a number of reasons. One, uh, you know, obviously they, they don't want him to make mistakes, but like when something like this is happening, America has to lead. And if he's incapable of doing that, then he shouldn't be the president. Yeah. You you have to wonder, you know, if he can barely do this now, how's he going to do this for another five years? Yeah. Right? Now, obviously, that's an electoral issue, but... Um, so, that's the first thing. The second thing is Anthony Blinken. What a retard. Ugh. That guy... Deer in the headlights. So, the morning after uh, the attack... Or I guess the two days after the attack. I don't know. The time frame is really blended together since it started. Um, he tweeted essentially that he wants a ceasefire. Well, that was up for a couple hours and then promptly got deleted. Yeah. Refuses to answer questions on it. So our Secretary of State's a moron. Doesn't know what he's doing. Shocker. As we've said many times, going all the way back to Afghanistan and even before that. Then Biden is pressured on Saturday and finally comes out and says something after getting harangued for not saying anything for hours and hours and hours and hours finally put out like this ridiculous staff statement that was so short and then he comes out and does this three minute bullshit statement 
doesn't answer questions. Yeah. Okay. Then he comes out and does a statement on Monday. Uh, doesn't answer questions. Then or no, this was then it was Sunday. I think I forget. Yeah, Sunday. Uh, Monday. Didn't do anything. Uh, well, you called, know. called a lid before noon. Yeah. But it turns out that he was getting interviewed by special counsel Robert Hur. We're gonna save that for later. Uh, I guess next week. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna have time to get to that today, but that's it's very interesting. Um, but couldn't find a few minutes to just come out and reassure the world, the public, that things are, you know, under control. Don't worry. Too tired, man. He's too tired. Called a lid before noon. I mean, it, this is just outrageous. What is going on here? And. To think that this guy is in charge of the U.S. military, I mean, what if what if Hamas tries to attack our boats? You know, I think we were talking. No, yeah. I was talking about this with Spencer this morning. Uh, what if they try to do you know a USS Colas? Yeah. This guy is just so unprepared. Remember, and it goes it goes all the way back to the Afghanistan withdrawal, the Bosch withdrawal. You know. Uh, we we learned that weapons left in Afghanistan were used to attack Israel. Yep. By the way. Yep. For they were given to them by from the Taliban, because um, everyone's like, hmm, where did all these M sixteen come yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or, yeah, M fours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and but it also goes back to remember what Barack Obama said about Joe Biden. Oh yeah, never underestimate his ability to things up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And also Robert Gates. Yep. He's been wrong on 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 every major American foreign policy venture for the past four decades. Yep. So yeah. um well, I mean par for the course. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Um and so then then we you know, dive further into this and get to the terrorist supporters and apologists here in the United States. It, and there's a disturbing number of them. I was just about to say there that. is a disturbing number of of uh, let's just they're they're terrorists. Mm-hmm. There's a disturbing number of terrorists in our cities, in our law schools, mm-hmm. in our higher education institutions. There are rallies all over the place. Dearborn, Michigan, not surprising. That is mm-hmm. basically like you Terrorist know Taliban yeah. Central right there. Yeah. Okay, not seriously. I mean, I I know. Listen, if the FBI wasn't such a piece, of I would say that everyone should in in there should be under surveillance. Mm-hmm. But you know, we had across the river here, George Washington University. Basically, they're saying kill the Jews. You have... Uh, what, else, what else is there? Oh, Times Square. Mm-hmm. There were swastikas in Times Square. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to wonder... There was po- protests outside of the White House. Uh, the White House. Uh, there yeah. was protests in Chicago. Big one in New York. Yeah. Um, Basically, like, we need to kill the Jews. Just yeah. kill them all. And, yeah. you know, I'm an American, but kill them all. In Little Palestine, Illinois, which is just ridiculous. I can't believe yeah. there's a place called that. First of all, it doesn't ex- Palestine doesn't exist. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. These people are just like, well, they had no choice but to rape and kidnap and murder Israelis. I have that clip here for you. Yeah. Uh, let's let's roll this clip. Uh, the NBC News coverage yeah. producer yeah. roll yeah. it. Response was not unexpected because, you know, provocations day after day, time after time, um, it was was nonstop. And it seems like uh, the Netanyahu government is not willing to uh, to uh, to bring any peace to the region. For me, it was kind of conflicting because, um, you know, I'm half Palestinian, my mom's half American. So it was like a it's conflicting for me because you have people in there and innocent bystanders that'll be involved in it but at the same time it's it's like you know what other choice did they have i mean no choice what no choice the fact that there's people in our country that believe that is very concerning um and they've always been here that's yeah that's, i mean uh you know we we uh, you know we, we, there, there's a clip of um I believe horwitz mm-hmm. from 2012 Mm-hmm. Uh, where he's getting into a uh, basically a terrorist sympathizer, and she was like, "I'm for killing all the Jews." Mm-hmm. And of that was ten year, twelve, ten plus years ago. Yeah. You know what? They've grown. Mm-hmm. And given how crazy the Democrats have become on a variety of issues, you know they're not going to piss off this this fringe element of of their party. 
Oh, no, for which sure. Which is why Rashida Tlaib can say what she can, you know, says, and, and same thing with Ilhan Omar. Both of these women are like the Hamas mouthpieces on the hill. Oh, for sure. Yep. Um, yep. Anytime I see apartheid or decolonizer or colonial or uh, what's an occupation, mm-hmm. you know it's going to be a piece of shit statement. Yep. Well, I can tell you, we uh, just yesterday we published a piece at Town Hall um, exposing Harvard's student associations for what uh, the letter that they signed on essentially endorsing the oh my God. raping I, and murdering. I and, thought Ayatollah Khamenei wrote that letter. Yeah. Well, it was signed on, of course, you know, by the Muslim associations and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, now that we've named names, they're all running like cockroaches, uh, the terrorist sympathizing pieces of well, because their are. fat cat job offers are starting to be uh, Get dried put, up. put, put yep. in jeopardy. Yep. Our, our good friend uh, John Hassan wrote that, and go check it out at townhall.com. Great story, great investigative work. And we're going to have more of those pieces coming. We're working on more um, because we should expose these people. Yeah. You don't get to support terrorism and uh, have a clean name. Yeah. You you will deal with the consequences yeah. for that. This isn't the Federalist Papers, you know? Like, yeah. when, you know, it was signed Publius when it was first. This, uh-huh. isn't, this, is, not, this is not that. This is wholesale endorsement of, of, of rape and murder and absolute barbarism. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I want names. I want names right now. Oh, for sure. For sure. And like you said, it's uh, in every major liberal enclave around the country, including major academia, uh, you know, colleges, universities, of course. Tomorrow, on October 12th, Thursday, uh, many colleges and universities around the country will be having a day in support of Palestine, which of course, as we said, is not a place. No, really, yeah. what they're supporting is Hamas terrorism. Yeah. Um, not a surprise, given universities and academia and the direction they're going in. Um, we should go to George Mason. No, we're certainly not going. We down should. There. You know, it's out of control there. They have like a. They have the. They had terrorists all over yeah, the place. Yeah, they had terrorists before. all over the place. They had an yeah. anti-Israel student group there. They have a damn bench by the Free Speech Zone. Yeah, well, which is another ridiculous Free Speech Zone. C- come on. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. Not- Ridiculous. No, believe me, we're not going down to Terraceville over there. Um, <laughs> but they have a Chick-fil-A. There's even more. Well, shit, we have a Chick-fil-A by our house. Uh, there's even more uh, global students there now. So they're going to imagine the amount of terrorism oh, my God. they're endorsing. Um, so that's tomorrow, Thursday. You yeah. may be listening to us on Thursday. That's happening. Uh, then Friday, the 13th, which not a good day to begin with, but even worse than the fact that the leader of Hamas has now called for a global day of jihad. Uh, on Friday the 13th, so uh, stay frosty out there, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Of course, buy ammo, buy guns, be prepared. You know, Isn't this in Qatar? I think so, yeah. He's in Qatar. They should take him out. Yeah, what are we yeah. doing? Like, he's in Qatar this whole time? Like, why can't we get I him? I know. Let's get him. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Also what's... love the, you know, him and his ivory tower... On his with his millions, while his people just suffer mm-hmm. and die, but that's that's, well, that's classic. That's typical, right? Yeah, that's, that's typical. We've done that for years, but the you know the leadership does. Um, so that's the issue, and you know, like I said, buy guns and ammunition, protect yourself. Uh, it really is a shame that more citizens in Israel did not have guns. Um, well, they don't have a second amendment over there. No, I know, yeah. and in the in the aftermath of this attack, the government has significantly loosened. Restrictions yeah. allowing yeah. citizens to get uh, guns and protect themselves. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's a little too late. But pass the background check, get your carry permit. The problem is, though, I don't like the not not to get nitpicky here, but apparently there's there, there is a limit on how many rounds you can have on your person. Yeah. Well, at this point, they should just be giving out right? guns to everybody. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's just like you know, just yeah. just 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 like get if you're this truly, If you're truly gonna prevent against this, yeah. You should be handing them out there. Like the whole, I agree. The whole, the, the population should be mustered, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not like you know, uh, it's one of the few countries where both men and women are 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 in are put in the draft, so they all have mm-hmm. familiarity with the firearms training between yeah. eighteen and forty nine. Well, so remember, is uh, Ukraine mm-hmm. made the same mistake? Remember how they rushed to hand out weapons, right yeah. after the invasion? And I'm like, well, you guys are too late. Yeah. Um, and that's really why we must treasure our Second Amendment and utilize it here in America. Um, Black Lives Matter, of course. We you know we don't even have to say who they're supporting. You know who they're supporting. Um, We're talking about their paraglider graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just in general. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, what I found very interesting is that many people who supported Black Lives Matter, even when 
We, since the beginning, of course, have been reporting on the fraud that they are, the leftist communist group, terrorists. Um, now a bunch of liberals are like, hmm. Someone actually tweeted, maybe the right was correct about this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. No and democratic uh, socialism of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you know that the left is in the pocket of Hamas here. Now, of course, there are many good Democrats who are, you know, on the right side of this right now. Um, not to, you know, may say that all of them, but there's a good chunk. And it's really a disappointing chunk. You know, obviously we know how this works, right? Yeah. But you'd think that after what has happened, maybe some of them would be like, hmm, yeah, this is probably not the people we should be supporting. Yeah. Like, get with the program. Like, you know, it's like... The, the, it's one thing to have supported them before, which is ridiculous to begin with. But then after you see what they did, the rape, beheadings, murder, mutilation, burning people alive, killing grandmothers, whole families, videotaping torture, posting it online. For them, do you support that after the fact? Is just unfathomable that those people would even be in our country and that's what makes me very concerned we're going to talk in a minute about the growing threat from this that we're going to face at home because that's going to be very significant oh they're already here yeah for sure i mean everybody i mean we talked about the you know all these all these pro hamas protesters mm-hmm. those are the people that are going to be the ones who fly planes in the buildings mm-hmm. um, well you know new york times says that these are just gunmen they weren't terrorists oh yeah yeah they they were they originally published it saying hamas terrorists invading Israel yeah, and then they, change, then it they change it to gunmen so that tells you what we're working yeah. with uh, one last thing before we get onto the terror threat facing the United States now and the rest of the world um, you've been following this story uh, Rashida Tlaib yeah um, I think you wrote this story right yeah this, yeah, yeah. This so morning. tell us what does she has outside oh, of her well, office well you know she well she has the, her Palest- the, the Palestinian flag let's put that in quotes because it's Exist again. Yeah, yeah. And right next to it is the pride flag. Ironic. And it just that does not that that cannot be. Mm-hmm. You know what they you know what Hamas does to gay people? Yeah, they throw them off rooftops. Yep. Or they stone them. Just like ISIS. Yep. Just like ISIS. I believe there is a video. There I think someone someone tried to have like a pride event in the West Bank? Or was it Gaza? That's brave. Oh yeah. I mean uh, they, they got the <laughs> kicked out of them. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you so so she has this outside of her office. Yeah. She released her terrorist supporting statement, as did AOC and a few others. Ilhan. Pretty, they were pretty... Ilhan. Well, there Ilhan. was a shock. Ilhan. Yeah, the brother... Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, she... Yeah, she loves terrorists. Oh, yeah. She is a terrorist. Yeah. They're Some people did... Remember 9-11, some people did something. Yeah. Who would be surprised that uh, two Congress people uh, named Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib would side with the terrorists? Exactly. Um, and I believe Rashida Tlaib dined with terrorist sympathizers on the weekend of the attack. I think Guy wrote about that today, I believe. That is no shock to yeah. me. Let me tell you something. If they were in Congress during 9-11, oh, they would have sided with Al-Qaeda. Oh, probably. Yeah, that's yeah, probably. where we're at. We must um, think of the... the, uh, the oh, another one. The cycle of violence. Mm-hmm. They would have had a cycle of violence statement about how we need to... Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. You know what was sick to me yeah. is last night... A reporter, and I don't yeah. know who it was, an Hillary, intrepid reporter. Uh, Hillary Vaughn. With the one that chased down Tlaib. Yeah, yeah, she's a Fox Business, Fox News reporter. She yeah. chased down Tlaib in the Capitol and asked her repeatedly, will you condemn Hamas slaughtering 40 babies, beheading them, and worse? Uh, and not only would she not say anything, she had a little smirk on her face. Yeah. Sick. Remember, this is the woman who said that the Holocaust gave her feelings of calm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Uh, let us not forget that over in Australia, they were chanting, gas the Jews. Oh, by the their, Sydney Opera at House. Their, at their yeah. pro-Hamas yeah. uh, rally. Um, so this is where we take the turn to how this affects all of us. And I, I believe it was... No, you weren't around on Sunday. Who was I talking to? Well, Kurt, maybe I was talking Kurt, to Spencer. Well, Kurt has been tweeting about it too. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But I, I was, ta- I was texting with Spencer, and I said, "Let me tell you what concerns me: the border." Yeah. And almost after I said it to him, it started really picking up steam, and everyone's now talking about this, and rightfully so, because our border is unsecured. 
And we've been talking about this now for uh, over two years, almost three years, where we constantly are catching people on the terror watch list at the southern border. And what does that mean for the people that are the getaways, right? Yeah. That are not caught at the southern border. Well, we have some numbers now. And it totals up to about 50,000, maybe as high as 100,000, perhaps 150, of people who came here illegally from countries that are considered uh, terrorist safe havens or, quote, uh, potentially poses a national security risk to the United States or its interests. Now, that's a very wide definition. Um, But we're talking about between 50 to 100,000 military-aged men and maybe even some women. Remember, don't forget the from uh, San Bernardino. Yeah. There are bombs all over the floor. Tashfina leak. This is what we're looking at, is these people are all here in this country. They hate America. I mean, you saw the protest in New York City. They looked ready to do something about it, you know? Um, And I'm very concerned now about the threats that we face here at home uh, from a radical Islamic terror attack standpoint. Um, And I... You know, we've been talking about this a while. We were surprised how no attack has happened. Uh, I believe that this will be the... Uh, catalyst? The catalyst, the, yeah. the uh, inflection point at which turns those people to active uh, combatants or yeah. enemies here in the United the cells States. cells will what, be what activated. Do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, how many, uh, you know... We've known for years, I mean, uh-huh. never, pretty much since Biden's been inaugurated, that they were using, you know, they were coming in through, like, South, you know, South America, uh, riding with the the illegal alien migrant caravans, yep. and just slipping through. And, you know, it's like, this is a big deal when terror watchless people are being busted. Yeah. You know, it's almost, and even in media, I mean, albeit probably unintentionally, but, like, if you ever guys have watched Sicario 2, in the beginning of the movie, yeah, the prayer rugs... Like, they blow up a Walmart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that can certainly happen here. On top of what you said about, you know, the, the Afghan refugees that have been, that have been oh, vetted yeah, yet. Oh, yeah, forget about that, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm pretty sure yeah. some of those people that we, we brought over in those rallies, you know, of the weekend. Mm-hmm. So, um, these are the folks who, like I said, they're, these are the ones who are going to fly the planes in the buildings. Mm-hmm. And, unfortunately, the FBI can't be trusted, but... That is the agency that we need to watch these people. Right. Well, the problem um, is, is they maybe the I mean the NYPD is a little bit different because I mean they are a unique police department because they have their own intelligence branch. I think it's the only police department that yeah. does that. They could probably handle New York proper, but everywhere else, though, I, I'm sorry, we well, need to, we need to bring back the surveillance units and the plainclothes. New people. York is one of the locations that I'm most concerned about. Oh, absolutely. But here's the problem. You're right about. Uh, the FBI, the problem is they. Th- there's no starting point for this. Yeah. Because back in post nine eleven, we at least had some control of our immigration setup. We did. We did. Right. We did. We knew. Okay, this person's coming into the country. Yeah. They could be a threat. We're gonna put them on the list and we're gonna watch them. Yeah. No mechanism exists for that now. No. They they released them somewhat well not beyond beyond that yeah we don't even know most of these people there the the people that I'm really concerned about are the getaways that made it in illegally yeah. with no sign whatsoever that they're here yeah they could be anywhere in this country yeah. and at any point go full blown lone wolf crazy yeah. jihadist and attack yeah and I'm a little concerned more than a little concerned about that uh, I'm also concerned and, and this doesn't have to be bombs folks or even guns. They can just use a car. And knives. And knives, car, and they just ram through people. Remember what we've seen. Look at southern France. That guy got a truck and he killed yes. almost 100 French people. I was about to say, remember what we saw from the the 2014 through 2018 oh, time frame. in Israel. In, well, in Europe. What, the stabbings and everything? Stabbings. Yeah. And in London especially. Yeah. You know, the stabbings, the truck attacks, the car attacks. Um... You know, like like you said, it doesn't take guns doesn't or take, bombs. And like you said before, it's it's the it's the uh, imagination is endless. 
Oh yeah, well we, we, it, you know? I feel like we we don't even understand yeah, what's about like to happen. Yeah, like you really need to get into really a hope dark, sick place in your head to really kind of figure out how these people tick. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we're wrong, but I I fear that we're not. That's uh, that's oh, yeah, something. Spe- that... Especially with the, but yeah, because with this president there, if this oh my god, oh my god, yeah. no, yeah. we open season on us. Yeah. It's... Well, I don't. I don't even want to. We shouldn't even dwell about it until yeah, until, until there's more. Until something happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean. Um. Uh, buy guns. Buy ammo. Carry yeah. your guns. Uh. Protect yourself as much as you be can. Be vigilant. You definitely vigilant. have to be vigilant. You know. I. You know me. I'm a big always keep your head on a swivel kind of guy. Yeah. But now, especially more so than ever before. Yeah. And uh, you know, a lot of times what they they say these types of things is bluster, uh, having to do with you know quote global day of jihad. Uh, but I guarantee that given the current context, the war in Israel, um, there's nothing they would love more than to strike something in the homeland of America the at a time like this. The heart of the infidel. Right, right. Yeah. And it just takes one. Remember, it just takes one. Yeah, yeah. So. And keep, there have been TikToks of people. You see these TikTok videos of these people too? We haven't mentioned that too. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. single one of them absolutely would not shock me if yeah. they did something. Yeah. So, Lord save us. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, where we're at with that. Stay vigilant and watch your neighbors. Well, if your neighbors are some of these people, you've you got bigger problems. Yeah, I mean, we had, I mean, for a little bit, we, yeah. Well, yeah, not yeah, anymore. Not hopefully. anymore. Not anymore. Um, Where'd they go? Where, again, now I'm worried. Where'd they go? Well, they all disappeared. That's yeah. And like you said, you know, I'm not even counting the Afghan people that we brought here. Who oh knows God, from that man. crew? Yeah. Um, Take your pick. Yeah. Tens of thousands. Yep. Um, all right. So I feel like that's uh, enough for now. We've uh, covered yeah. basically everything. Of course, stick with townhall.com for up-to-the-minute coverage on everything having to do with the war in Israel. Um we have you fully covered there, full team coverage. Uh, we also got the speakers race occurring. Uh, no vote today. Well, it sounds like the vote's coming tomorrow. The conference endorsed Scalise, although he does not have the 218 required at this time. Um, we will keep watching. It sounds it's, Jim Jordan is going to back Scalise, so it sounds like it's going to be Scalise. It's just a matter of making those corrupt deals to get those final few votes. Um, we'll we'll talk more about that later on. I have some yeah. thoughts on that, but yeah. I I felt that this episode should basically be exclusively dedicated to uh, this war. this terrible yeah. just terrible situation. Um, you know, I I think that really as Americans, uh, we str- we struggle to fathom just the overall gravity of what happened. Yeah, this weekend. Um. Because, you know, we, we see a number like, you know, 1,200, 1,400. The number is going up and up and up. It's expected to go even higher. We think of that as, okay, well, you know, that's like half of a 9-11. But if you proportionalize it for what the, the country of Israel's population is. It's worse. And the fact that it's only the size of New Jersey. Yeah. You know, imagine your neighbors having been murdered, raped, kidnapped. Um you know, 15 9-11s, essentially 45,000 Americans. That's the scope in which they're dealing with. And still under constant rocket attack, uh, still a threat of invasion through their borders of Hamas fighters and Hezbollah in the north and Syria to the northeast. I mean, you know, God bless them for what, for the fight that they're about to undertake. And um, my only hope is that, uh, you know, we continue to provide what they need for them. Here, one one quick thing before we wrap up, because this yeah. is about to inevitably become a debate in Congress yeah. once there's a new speaker. Yeah. And when they need the appropriations bill on this, they're going to have to do an emergency request for, for funding, similar to how they have to do for the whole Ukraine bull****. People on the left say, oh, well, you have to tie Ukraine aid to this. No. You absolutely do not. No. We have been more than generous with Ukraine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ukraine, a country who is not in NATO, not in the EU, and wasn't even really an ally. Here, we have Israel, who of course is not NATO, but they do have non-NATO major ally status, which is significant. Not many countries have that. Uh, But 
not only that, are the best ally of the United States in the Middle East. Really, the only true ally of the United States in the Middle East. And their Prime Minister, Bibi, has always been faithful to his relationship with America. Grew up in America. Yeah. Um, has a Philly accent when he speaks Hebrew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Even during levels of distrust with the Obama administration, he always has, you know... Sure, been, yeah, you know, sure. Made it work. I mean, Obama was... We know yeah. Obama sides with Hamas. Yeah. We didn't even talk about his statement and all that bull. Oh, how he waited three days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost three he, days. He, we all, we all know he hates yeah. Israel. Um, so I don't want to hear that bull with the whole Ukraine thing. Yeah. Let me know when Ukraine gets up to, or uh, when Israel gets a quarter trillion. Yeah. Then we'll talk. Yeah. You know, I don't want to yeah. hear that bull. Um, you know, and I know that there's some people who think that maybe we shouldn't dive headfirst into this, and that's a valid concern. Um, but as our good friend, uh, the colonel, Kurt Schlichter, said today uh, in his VIP piece at Town Hall, for those of you who are VIP members, you can read his column over there. Uh, he said, America first doesn't mean that there should not be vengeance on these savages for what they did. Yeah. And, the, and that we should not back our friends, our true friends, not our fake friends like Ukraine, yeah. but our true friends. Um, let's not forget Israel, the only country in the Middle East that lets us store our weapons there. Um, let's just stage military operations from there. Um, so, you know, I, I get that the, the Ukraine thing has really soured people's uh, appetites for something like this, but let it not turn us into uh, people who abandon our friends in their time of need. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really how I feel about that. So tell us how you feel. Email us, triggered at townhall.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, of course, full coverage at townhall.com of the war in Israel. Um, and if you want to support our work and what we're doing and covering this war and what we're doing here on Triggered and get Triggered Uncensored, become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 50% off. Get into this exclusive club of patriots. Thank you to all of you who are VIP members. Thank you to all of you who listen. It means the world to us. We love you all. We'd love to hear from you. Triggered at townhall.com. Tell us what you think what you feel about this whole situation, um, and we'll try to get to some reader emails next week. I know I have a backlog of some, but that's on the election, which I felt was not uh, not the time today for that. So uh, let us know what you think, and we will be back here next Wednesday, October 18th, for another episode of Triggered. See you then.